Seth Rogen. What Seth? Those guys stole our weed. Shit, that was Franco's weed. I don't know what he's gonna do with us now. Seth. What? <laughs> there are spoilers in this show. G'day and welcome to Ignorance Is This, a podcast about a different way to view cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me, as he does every week, is my co-host, Oliver Deer. Hello. Hi. Hi. What if I was standing one day, and then you said sitting? I wouldn't say... I wouldn't write sitting if you were standing. I was standing last week, and we made a point out of it. Did you just say you you wouldn't write sitting? Are you reading off something right now? I read my intro off a piece oh, of... I'm sorry. Behind the scenes, look yep. at the cheating. A little bit of a peek behind the curtain there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, I... Don't I'm reading off a sheet right now. Mm. I scripted this whole thing. That's why it takes a week to record an episode. <laughs> it's because I got an hour worth of talking to write. Do you know what? I think it's okay because most people edit the shit out of their podcasts. Yep. Or whatever they edit it a lot. Yep. Whereas we do it live. Not us, baby. We sort of do it live. We take <laughs> you take what we get for you. It's uh. Yeah, we should be more professional, maybe. Yeah, we do it live, and then we edit the live version. So, actually, that would nah. describe everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think anything can be edited as happens. No, nah. no, nah, it's mostly live. I would say this is mostly live. Great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, off that thought and onto another thought. I've oh. had one this week. Co-current thoughts. What's yeah. going on? Um, I was just wondering because we talk about Rotten Tomatoes like every week. Oh, it's my favorite. And we website. pretty much use it as our thing to tell if it's a good movie or a bad movie by mm-hmm. rating the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yep. Are you aware what the score means? Yeah. And do you think most people know what the score means? Well, I don't know if... I don't know. I wouldn't say that most people know what it means. It's just, a, like, it's a percentage of review. Like, it's not... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the review average of reviews that occur only on that website, right? It's a... It, no, it's only Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't take oh, it from anywhere else. Okay. Uh, the way it works is actually... But a, it, like, if something is 50%, then that means there's been, like, one thing that's been a bad review, sort of like a, a rotten review, and then there's a a good one and that's 50 yeah, so, there's... <laughs> so if there were only two reviews for a movie yeah if one was a bad review they like if it was a rotten review if this person said it was rotten and then the other review was a fresh review yeah that movie would receive 50% sure yeah so when something is on 3% as we were discussing yeah. before the show today it technically it it means at least one person gave it a, a fresh yeah, <laughs> that's yes. crazy to think. Battlefield Earth, <laughs> get out of here with your John Travolta so you bullshit. See nah, you're right, terrible, mate. terrible movies, but they still have at least a percent. That means some reviewer who is allowed to, who is like a critic as approved by mm-hmm. the website, has given a positive review. Is there a, is there a threshold for uh, people that are allowed to post on? Uh, yeah, like yeah. Do the, you have to be invited ha- or the website has to approve critics? Yeah. Okay. You, you can't be a user. Do you reckon we could become critics? Uh... <laughs> In what capacity would we be critics? I would like to think that there would be... People would be scrolling through the new DC movie or whatever. <laughs> and there's a review from... And, and you know it just says like a name will be like Mark A or whatever. It just says the word ignorance. And it's oh, just yeah. us being like, what do you think? Oh, I don't really remember much of it, <laughs> but it's like it's our actual context of our podcast written down. Yeah, that's the review. That's the review. It I just, would love that. It just says, "Oh, I didn't watch the trailer for this one. Oh shit, neither did I." Yeah. <laughs> that's Scott, the point of this thing. <laughs> it would be like S colon something something something. It's like a joke, and then O, and then in square brackets, silence. <laughs> <laughs> They write down the fact that I can't tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm not funny. There's, yeah, our review contains our attempts at improv. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so technically if you see a movie with 1%, that means someone has given it a good review. Yep. And, you know, it's pretty rare to ever find something with 0% because someone's going to say it's positive. Like, the critics will still give it a score of their own. Like, they might say 60, right? Yeah. But so imagine... So imagine that you see a movie that comes out and it gets like 90% and then you go see the movie and you're like, oh, that was 
it was pretty average. It wasn't bad, but it was average. Yeah. Um, it may get ninety percent for the reason that every single critic could give it sixty percent. But that's a fresh. But yeah, that's a fresh. All all Rotten Tomatoes does is say, "Well, that's fresh." That means ninety percent of people are saying it's fresh. They're not taking into account that ninety percent of people are also saying it's about sixty. Yeah, it's it's whatever. So that's why it's a movie. It's not a gr- it's not actually greatest uh, measure of of like a a film score. So you're telling me when I look up the review score for Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window and it's a hundred percent. And then I look up the review score for Battlefield Earth starring John Travolta. Yeah. You're telling me they're both average films. They could be. <laughs> no, no. No, I understand. Oh, yes. Well, technically that's right. So, yeah, maybe every single person who watched Rear Window thought, oh, this is maybe 60. This is pretty average. I'll give it 60, though, because it's not, it's, not, it's not 59% or whatever. <laughs> 69%. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, they write... They write sixty, but then it gets a hundred. But every single person who reviewed it gave it sixty, so it gets a hundred percent. Interesting, yeah. very cool. So that's why it's not a great. It's not actually like the best uh, score, and I think pe- people should take that into consideration when we use it as our metric. Yep. But my my argument would be, I don't know what else to use because I don't think I, I don't think anything was, else is better. What would what else could that is like? Metacritic is a uh, user-based as well, so you could just have yeah. ultra fans of John Travolta saying <laughs> Battlefield Earth is good because they liked his performance in Greece. Mm. I think Metacritic... Also, actually... I liked his performance in Greece. <laughs> it's one of my favourite movies. <laughs> I think Metacritic may be the one to challenge it because it's like, you know... Um, I think it's not as user-influenced as IMDb. But they give that based on rate. They give that on number ratings. Even though there is a user system and there's a critic system, hmm. the critic system is the average of numbers. Is this IMDb? No, no, no. Oh. IMDb is terrible. Everything is <laughs> six or seven out of ten. Yeah, that's true. Everything. Everything. Um, but no, Metacritic, because Metacritic's like, I give this 54, whatever, out mm-hmm. of 100, and then someone else would give it 54. Your average is going to be 54. Yeah. It's not just good or bad and then getting oh, a, right, yes. a, so that's, a score out of that. That's Metacritic's. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you go to Wikipedia, the first thing will say, this movie has this on Metacritic, and that'll be the first one to say. Yeah. It'll Metacritic first, and then they'll say the Rotten Tomatoes score. I think the reason people disregard Metacritic is because they go and check out their favourite film to see what it was in there, and it will be like 6.9. Nice. Think, oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Again, there's another mention. I didn't even realise. But, <laughs> um, uh, but if it says 6.9, it's like... You're like, oh well, that's that's not very good, but that's a good score for Metacritic. Yeah, of course it is. They rarely get to eight. Eight means it's like phenomenal. Yeah, basically, if unless it's if it's the the user reviews, in which case everything uh, is a nine or a ten. Yeah, okay, <laughs> or a one. And like, you can't even use the other thing that comes to mind is uh, like RogerEbert.com. Yeah, but that's not really great because it's by one person. It's a review by one person. I thought Roger Ebert was made by four people, and that's why it's something out of four. And then that's what it's just determining no. which of the four people liked the film. So is that like, really? No, I don't know. That's just in my head. Oh, I just see it and I think, oh, two out of the four people. That's a like fact that. that you could convince people is true because it sounds true. Well, guys, it is true. And there we go. I'm convincing you right now. <laughs> Check it out, Roger Ebert. I just think that's that would be an interesting way of doing it. Mm. But if it's if it's made by one person, why is it out of four? It's that's just what he's always done. He, they've that's always so done weird. it out of four. I hate it. I hate that. <laughs> if it was um, my way makes way better sense I'm Roger Ebert <laughs> this whole time it's been me <laughs> Ollie we watched a film this week we always do and as always when we try to go watch a film we don't intend we don't see the film we intended to see guys just never <laughs> never listen to our outros for this show because we'll tell you what we're gonna watch and you'll be disappointed every yeah. week yeah. what this is our 8th episode I don't think we've ever stuck, <laughs> stuck nah, to anything really bad so last Wait, we said we're going to see uh, Wonder Woman this You week. said something like Amazon Woman, Amazon Woman. something. And I, 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 was I literally confused. in my mind was about to say it again because <laughs> that's what I've, I think it is in my brain now. Why? I don't know. She's it's never just, been I've called said it once, So now I just keep saying it. <laughs> okay. But um, no, yeah, we got to the cinema and they said it was sold out. 
and yeah, that's fine. You we know, were fifteen minutes before popular the, movie. Uh, we were fifteen minutes before uh, the ad started in the film, mm-hmm. which apparently is too late. Yeah, how ridiculous! is I that? think a lot of people just got there early because they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So basically, opening weekend, us and, everything. and literally everyone else in the cinema who wanted to see Amazon <laughs> Woman instead went and booked a ticket for. Baywatch, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Zac Efron. I'm so glad you knew what it was called because I forgot just then, and that's why I oh you threw I, it that's to why me. I handballed it to you <laughs> okay. just then. <laughs> no, how how could you forget such a phenomenal film? Um, Baywatch, aka Twenty One Jump Street knockoff, on the beach, 2017 release. Ollie, in the simplest terms, did you enjoy your time with Baywatch? Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel exactly the same way. I'll give it a high pitch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, it you, was... No, you give it a high pitch, yeah, but then because you're Australian, you also give it the upward inflection at the end as yeah. well. Yeah. No, 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 that's down. It's, oh. You start high and then you go higher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <but laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. Australians must be able to do the highest pitch noise known to man. <laughs> if... <laughs> now, in a show where we try to avoid expectations going in, and that's the whole premise. Yep. And I didn't see any trailers for Baywatch, but my film experience was ruined because of an expectation, because you kept saying it was going to be 21 Jump Street. I Well, you from were, mm. because Ollie went in with no prior knowledge to the film, as is the rules, I went in with prior knowledge of the film. I saw all the trailers. I saw all the clips. And it looked like it was going to be 21 Jump Street, or it was going to be 23 Jump Street. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, and we had, unfortunately, that expectation, didn't we? Mm. I think it was trying to be. I think oh, it was absolutely. trying really hard. And that's why they were really pushing it in the trailers, because mm. if, you, if you're setting that precedent, people are going to go. Yeah. Because people like those movies. Such a cool concept, actually, if you really think about it. Because they actually mentioned in the movie when they're having a conversation, they say... Or Zac Efron brings light to the fact that these lifeguards are tackling situations well beyond what they should be doing. Yeah, they're like they're like after drug dealers and they're uh, they're saving people from burning ships. And Zac Efron's like, leave this to the police. And everyone else at the table is just like, no, this is like this is a lifeguard job. Yeah, Zac. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was really Rock Johnsoning it up um, with just like his role in the. Fast and Furious franchise where he's like, nope, my responsibility and I'm everything and here mm. we go. So I like that there was that aspect where they actually went home with, this is ridiculous mm. and we have at least one sane character that's saying that this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Except my my issue would come from the fact it doesn't actually end up being too ridiculous. No, like It's ridiculous that lifeguards are doing what they're doing. But oh, yeah, the yeah. actual tone of the film and things that happen in the film aren't that yeah strange. Just in case if you missed the beginning of the episode, this is a spoiler discussion of the new Baywatch film. So if you are listening to this in the car, playing live on Sin Nation, um, turn over if you want to listen. But I'm going to spoil one of the very last things that happens in the film to bounce off Oliver's ridiculous statement about mm-hmm. how ridiculous the film is. Um, I'll give you a couple of seconds. Great. The film literally con- concludes with... Dwayne The Rock Johnson picking up a pipe that has the biggest firework in it, Mm. aiming it at the main villain, and it going off and her body literally exploding into a thousand pieces. They straight up killed her. Mm. That's ridiculous. But there's still, you walk out thinking, this is not as ridiculous as it should be. How ridiculous... Ironically, how how ridiculous is that? (laughs) Do you know why? I think it's because... Now, nothing against Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It feels like they don't want to... I don't know how to say this, but they don't want to damage his precious ego. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) They don't want to make a fool of him. Whereas, if if they had made a fool of him, and they had made him this idiot who... Or not an idiot even, just like a guy who was missing the point every time Mm -hmm. that what he's doing is ridiculous. But he would always... He would always just be very serious about that. Well, maybe it's not my jurisdiction, but this is serious. And he would always be serious about something that was really ridiculous. Yep. Zach Everyone's always points out how weird things are. And if Dwayne The Rock Johnson could just accept that, I don't know. 
No, I, he's I, in a weird situation and not just like he just gives Zach Efron a serious look and say, "No, actually, you're wrong. Yep. I'm right. I'm I'm huge. I <laughs> am muscular. I will crush your tiny little Zach Efron body." <laughs> <laughs> Which is also uh, just putting it out there, not tiny. <laughs> <laughs> You went in with no knowledge of the trailers. Mm. So I know that you watched the trailers right before seeing this. Yes. And so let's basically... The plot points don't really matter. Like, it's a comedy movie. It's not about the plot. It's about making you laugh. So how many jokes were ruined for you because they were in the trailer? All of them. Wow. Yeah. Um, Do you remember when we walked out... And I, I hate that we are comparing this to one film or two films mm-hmm. with the 21 Jump Street okay. franchi- franchise. But do you remember walking out of that movie and just being able to say, here's a joke, do you remember this bit? And, oh, how funny was this bit? I can't do that with any of them. Nah. Ba- do you we, know what? We haven't. <laughs> I, I went to the movie with Ollie and with a friend. We drove home mm. together. Ollie and I lived together. We still haven't talked about, do you remember this bit where? I can't remember anything of like this amazing bit that, do, that wasn't yeah. at least already disca- already said in the trailer. So I feel like you've already know about it, but, I, you, but you haven't. Mm. But that was spoiled for me or ruined for me, I guess. Mm. And it's just, I can't think of anything that wasn't from the trailer. Did you still laugh at all the jokes or did you just... Yeah. Sit. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> one thing we did agree on in the car, and it, like this is not the way you should be talking about the movie, but we sort of all just said, "Oh, it was funny when they made the the High School Musical joke," and then we all yeah. we all went, "Yeah, that was funny, wasn't it?" Yeah. That and was- that's <laughs> now that's not the way to talk about a comedy movie. You should say something, and then everyone laughs. Be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was actually really good." Yeah. But no, we were like, "Yeah, that was the best part of the movie." Basically, uh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson keeps calling Zac Efron different names, like, "Oh, hey, One Direction, what are you doing?" Yeah. Or, "Hey, NSYNC, what are you doing?" And then one time he just goes, "Hey, High School Musical, come over here." Yeah, <laughs> and that was funny. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that wasn't in any of the trailers. I'll say that. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, but there was like for the the scene with the uh, his name is Robbie, I think. Mm-hmm. The the one Ronnie. that doesn't have the incredibly toned body like the, all the other ones do. The comic relief in the comedy film. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to have a, actually a quick talk about that, that point that you made yeah. in the car? Often in a comedy movie, or what they're doing recently, like in, particularly, I mean, American films. For example, in Neighbours, uh, whether you liked it or not, they had Seth Rogen as the lead comedy actor, and he was the comedian, so to speak. And Zac Efron was... Like, he was just, before Neighbours, he was, he didn't do comedy roles, really. He did, like, teen movies or just sort of romantic yeah. chick flicks, I guess. Went from High School Musical to 17 again. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, I feel like he did I can't really of, remember exactly what he's done before He that. did Bad Grandpa. Oh. He did, that's a comedy. Oh, okay. He did Neighbours 1 and 2. Yeah. I, I know that that's in the future, but I don't think there's anything before that yeah. either. But, um, he, so, it was basically... Seth Rogen and Zac Efron in that Neighbours film. Yep. Or Bad Neighbours for Australian viewers. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Bad Neighbours. It's yeah. Bad Neighbours in Australia. And they that works because Seth Rogen's the funny one and Zac Efron gets to bounce off him. And that's why it's funny because Zac Efron gets to be the toned, he's normally a more serious dude, now he's being super funny with Seth Rogen. But in, in Baywatch, they just have two hunks and with no comedy lead. Because... I don't think I don't think Zac Efron is just funny by himself, and I don't think Dwayne the Rock Johnson's very funny by himself. I disagree with that. I, I okay. think that they both have very think, good. No, acting they do play abilities. off each other. They do. They have. I think they can both definitely pull off funny moments. But I don't. I just don't think they can carry the film together. Yeah. Okay. I, and I think that's. And then that's why they have this Ronnie character, who's like he's the dweeb. Who gets into the life-saving thing just because he has heart, yeah? Not because he has a body. <laughs> um, but he's the comic relief character in a comedy film. Yeah, he's the one who's sure to make you laugh where others fail. And I, I rebutted this with Ollie in the car, and mm. I said that this is not a comedy. F- like everything is, everything in the trailer is funny, mm. but n- not until you're actually there do you realize, oh, this is forty percent comedy. Uh, 60% action. Mm. So this is an action movie. Mm. There's your comic relief. Or there's another character. There's a funny character. It just so happened that he happened to be the funniest character out of all of them. Mm. Just because he's not a lead doesn't mean that he's a comic relief. 
He's just one of the funnier characters. Yeah, but Got why him. do you why do you think he's the funniest <laughs> character then? Because, because he had the, the funniest two, lines. The other two don't carry it though. No, they didn't have as many funny things to say, which is yeah, unfortunately they should be. That's what I think. Like yeah. I don't think the writers wrote them any good lines. Or no, you're right. Because because I know in Seth Rogen's film he often improvises on set, and that's why some of the things are funny. Yeah, like any dick joke is usually just pro- probably improvised. Fuck! <laughs> you guys stole my weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sarah's weed. I need it back. Um, no, but I think that it's it's very unfortunate that the two main leads didn't get as many. They weren't as funny, but I don't think that's the actor's fault. I think that's unfortunate writing. Okay. Because um, they did try to hammer home the fact that The Rock is too over the top trying to protect the beach. And then they are trying, they're going too hard with this Brady character played by Zac Efron is too concerned about how ridiculous the situation is. Mm. So you've got your happy medium in Ronnie, the person that's just saying funny things. Mm. That, that's his role. Uh, yes, that's, a, that's the role of a comic relief, but he's what makes it oh, this might be a huge call, but without Ronnie, it might not even be a comedy film. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that makes him the relief. I think that makes him the comedy. But here's the thing. I think you, this has to be a comedy film because do you know what an action film is? It's, it's, <laughs> yes. It's Skyfall or it's Batman. They're action films. Yeah. They're cool action films and they... This has more sell- explosions than Batman. <laughs> Explosions don't equal good, as we, <laughs> very, as we very well no, know. Yeah, action know. doesn't equal good. I know you're good. making that point. I think this film should have been trying to sell you with its comedy, because it sure as hell wasn't selling you with its action. No. Because the action was lame. There's a, there's a, there's a fire on a boat out at sea, oh. and the fire is just like the worst green screening you've ever seen yep. ever in like post-2010. Mm-hmm. It's, it was really bad. And I don't, so I don't think they're selling you in the action. So they should have brought up the comedy. They should have. And I don't think they went hard enough with either thing. And that's why it fails. No, it, it's like it, it's like it just couldn't commit to either. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, that's where it's failing. Um, and just with a little couple more comparisons to 21, mm. like I'm, I'm scroll, I'm literally right now scrolling through youtube i've typed in just the word baywatch and i'm trying to remember like a funny thing from the trailer <laughs> that i can talk about yeah but so what is, what is a joke because you said there was a joke in every single trailer and it just wasn't funny oh no it's, it wasn't funny it was um oh. the bit with um ronnie is looking at oh what, what's her name i can't oh even... this is yeah i know what you mean uh her name's it's not Alexandra Daddario. That's the <laughs> other one. It's um oh, I can't remember. One the of blonde. the yeah the blonde. Um so the blonde is the blonde is running towards Ronnie and uh he says uh Alexandra Daddario says why is it that every time she runs it looks like she's in slow motion and then it, it, he goes oh you see it too and then. Mm. That's in literally every single of the trailer. There right. was like four of them. And then featurettes as well, like it would kind of like finish with that point sometimes, like mm-hmm. that joke. Um, not funny, and it didn't get a laugh in the cinema either that we saw it in. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, but that's okay. And there were like some of the best bits from the movie, all of the best bits from the movies were in the trailers though. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, Ronnie singing Eye of the Tiger in the change oh, rooms, yeah. and he is completely nude, and then the character that he's crushing on is like, hey, we keep our bailers on in here. Mm-hmm. You're being... This is weird. And he's embarrassed, and ha-ha. The dweeb has got his cock out in front of the <laughs> in front of the pretty girl. Ha-ha. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly... I can't even remember, like, another funny bit. Zac Efron dressing up in drag at one point. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was in one of the trailers. Um, I suppose some of those moments are actually bits that surprise me. Well, not it didn't surprise me, but it was like, oh, they're really going with this, are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a bit that I remember from one of the trailers. Were, uh, the uh, w- what was his role? He's like the the main lifeguard dude, but he's wearing the the suit the whole time. Like he doesn't actually. He's just like high as Zac Efron and Dwayne. Oh, the villain. Oh, not the villain. Oh, the... he said there was a bit where he goes like, this guy is body is a swimming machine it's like he had sex with a jet ski and it's it doesn't sound beautiful but it is like something along those oh, lines yeah. 
Yeah. That was in the trailer, and I thought that was pretty funny. Just the way that he delivered that line. Haha. Mm-hmm. It got a laugh in the cinema. And then they also repeated that again in the end credits. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, these. They thought that was the funniest thing yeah. to ever come out of yeah. modern they Hollywood did the cinema. Reel for that line. Yeah. And, but instead, it was like, oh, look at this guy. He's improving, and here's a bit of improv. And then they showed the bit that was in the film, which was that. Bit. So clearly, mm-hmm. they they really uh, they really like that line, and that was something that I knew going in. It's like they think that this is the strongest joke in the film. I've seen that in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Now I said to you after we saw it that I could I could guess because I I still haven't seen the trailers and I probably won't watch them now. Um, I could guess a moment in the trailer. Oh, yeah. That was definitely sorry. A moment in the film that I know is definitely in the trailer. Yep. Okay, Ham, but let's see if I'm right. And let's see if, if I'm selling... If this is how it happened in the trailer. I might be very wrong. Sure, I'll try to remember. Okay, so the scene where um, Zac Efron is trying to convince The Rock to let him on the lifeguard team. Yep. And he hands him his permission slip, so mm-hmm. to speak. And then... <laughs> permission slip. And as he walks away, uh, Zac Efron gives him a slap, gives The Rock a slap on the cheek, and then walks off. Okay. Now, is this scene in any way in the trailer? This scene is. Okay. And the way I imagine it goes in the trailer <laughs> is they're talking and then the music's sort of like bouncy and then it cuts. <laughs> it cuts when he slaps him and then oh, Zach Efron exits and then The Rock go- says to the other woman, oh no, so the other woman says, did he just slap you? And he's like, yep. And then the music cuts back and it goes to an- another scene. Um... Oh, uh, look, I'm going to I'm going to say not quite. Okay. Um but I could <laughs> Let me just let me just play this bit. Um here we go. You here for the qualifiers? I'm Matt Brody. I don't have to try out. I've got two gold medals. Hey. Matt Brody. Matt Brody. Yes. <laughs> we still don't, don't give, give up. A- Training begins at 0600. That was how they oh. utilized that scene. So um, it was still the same. It was the same editing, but not on not on the slap. It was yep. on the we don't give a fuck. That's why as soon as you started saying that, I knew I needed to load up the clip <laughs> because you were right. But um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it it wasn't on the slap, but it was on the whistle being blown. Just the F one. Yeah, about ah, I was getting trailer vibes from that scene. I knew it. <laughs> Can I just quickly play this as well, yep. really quickly? Why does she always look like she's running in slow-mo? She's the reason I believe in God. That was the one time that this the words you see it too was not in one of the trailers. Oh wow. But that was still that scene was still in there. They love those scenes because they're they're early scenes in the film, I guess. So that's why they use them. The top comment on this video is, hey, look, it's Zach Efron playing Zach Efron. <laughs> I can see that. I don't know what he's like in real life. Because in both his in his in his recent stuff, he's playing like a dickhead. Yeah, he's playing <laughs> he's playing a dickhead, but he's also like he's he's coming into his own as a comedic actor. That and I yes. do like that. Oh, I hope he does. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like James Franco. Like James Franco was this sort of he was more dramatic roles. But now, after he's become best friends with Seth Rogen, <laughs> now he's just in on Seth Rogen's film as, like, an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But, yeah, is, is there anything else that you really want to really talk about Baywatch? I, um, I just really want to quickly say, um, in, in uh, what, 2013's uh, 21 Jump Street? I don't know. That, was a, that came out of my ass. In 21 Jump Street, it had two characters uh, chasing a... A drug bust. Yeah. Um, there were chase scenes through parks. There was discussions with um, overprotective bosses that didn't like what they were doing. And uh, it had two comedic front male leads. And um, and it finished with them achieving and becoming best friends when they started out not being best friends. Mm. But then again, that is every single cop, buddy cop movie ever. True. I uh, know. I, I. Yeah. I agree with that. But I just. I couldn't. I couldn't stop seeing the similarities yeah. between this. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah. It's just every every movie like this. Hey, you're off the case with The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rock's like, oh, but I'm a lifeguard. I'm not an actual cop. <laughs> hey, you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, get off of my beach. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, the only thing that's, the thing that surprised me was. 
Hannibal Buress was murdered. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> rest in peace, Hannibal Buress. Also, yeah. rest in peace, Oscar from um, The Office. Oh yeah, he died. That's right. <laughs> um, sorry if you're listening and you didn't know this was a spoiler discussion. We just told you the deaths. Soz. Um, look, anything else? No. All right. That's all I have to say about that. Let's rate the movie. Let's rate the movie for you off a off a blind a blind out of ten or a blind it was out a of five fun? for me. A five out of ten. Yeah. I had enough fun with it to be a six and a half, but Thanks I, on I, I, <laughs> but I had, um, <laughs> I, I get two ratings. Mine was overall enjoyment of the film, six and a half out of 10. Mm-hmm. And, um, also how much out of 10, the spoilers ruined it for me. So how much I enjoyed it based off the trailers, yeah. which means the lower, the worst. Yeah. Cause I realized if I say like a nine out of 10 for the trailers, it makes it sound like that was a good thing thing but it's not, anyway i'm gonna like a three a three out of ten it, yeah. it spoiled everything yeah it ruined your experience i would say yeah it gave me unrealistic expectations of how funny it was gonna be i walked out not remembering a single joke mm-hmm. cool let's uh let's play a game a little game Do, would you like to um present to me two films and i guess which one's good and which one's bad based on how vaguely you discuss those to me Hey, Scotty boy, man. Oh, here we go. Guess how stoked you are right now by number of claps. Um. That was 6.9. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was I was going to do 17, which is the amount of which is the amount of claps in a haiku, baby, because <laughs> we're doing haikus again this week. <laughs> also, the amounts of um years Zac Efron played as a teenage character in the film 17 again. <laughs> Oh boy, don't we just love Seventeen again on the podcast? I'll, I'll tell you it. what, I enjoy that film. I liked it. Yeah, I've watched it at least three times. <laughs> yeah, when, when it was new, clearly, and I yeah. was a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna play our game critically acclaimed or critically lame. I'm gonna read two haikus to you that describe a movie. I like this synopsis. I like that. This is one of my favorite segments. And you're going to guess which one uh, received good reviews and which one received bad reviews. Woo! Okay. Let's do it. So here we go. His race secretly enslaved by a larger race. To be free, sue them. (laughs) Sue them? Mm. Soothe, as in... No, sue them. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, Yeah, sue. So... I thought S double O T H. Soothe them. Okay. I'll give it to you again. Here we go. Yep. Just, just so you take it in. Yep. His race secretly enslaved by a larger race. <laughs> to be free, sue them. Interesting. Okay. Next. Okay. There is but one way to avoid bestiality. <laughs> she becomes the beast. Oh, okay. Wow. It's <laughs> uh, a poetic one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a very uh, wow. Uh, is it is it symbolism? Is it metaphors? Or is it literal? Who can tell? Um, well, I I haven't seen the new Beauty and the Beast, but I don't think Belle became a beast. I think the the climax is the opposite. I think the beast becomes human again. Huh. I like I like the idea of um. The idea, like, I feel like it's a Rick and Morty episode to have a, um, not the bestiality one, but suing a race suing for a freedom. Race. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. What do you think's, yeah. What well, do you think's bad? I okay, know. Maybe expand upon them. Try to, try to work out what these might be talking about. Well, let's go back to the bestiality one. Okay. <laughs> to not have it become a technically bestiality, the... The human character must change into a beast. Mm-hmm. That's that, correct. That can't be good in well, any. Maybe I'm being metaphorical. Wait. Though. I think the Sue movie is the critically lame, and I think the bestiality movie is the Little Mermaid. It's not the Little Mermaid. Damn it! I thought you were gonna play me and be the um. <laughs> Oh, like, she must become a human. Like, she oh, yeah. becomes a beast because of the, the oh. kind of bestiality, oh, I suppose. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that that poetic. Well, that was my final answer. Well, you're not wrong, though. Yes. You 
It is not the Little Mermaid. It's the Little Mermaid Two. Ariel's daughter. <laughs> I don't know what it's Shrek. Oh yeah. Oh, I was very close. I said she becomes the Beast. No, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. yep. Wow, it's been a long time since yeah. I've seen Shrek. Yeah. She becomes an ogre in order to bang Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and they. Because otherwise, then, it would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. <laughs> Have you seen any of the um the Shrek movies post two? Have you only seen yeah, one? Or two? I have seen the other ones. I don't remember them. I've only seen one and two and maybe three. But I know there's like Christmas specials now. Mm. There are there are short ten minute clips. Number four, I think, was a bit was a bit sad because it's like it's like one of those movies where like uh time is changed and everything that happened ch- in the ch- past ch- ch- changes. Oh, that's in good, that's in one of line. the Shrek movies. <laughs> it is. That's how I that's how I know that song. <laughs> David Bowie, rest in peace, one of your best <laughs> one of your best tracks of all time and I know it from the Shrek 2 soundtrack. Yeah. Number four is um like Rumple Stiltskin uh changes the past. So like <laughs> how do you know that character name? I, I honestly was I, never I was been looking able to... it up. Oh wow! <laughs> <Did I>? Okay. <laughs> um, but the other movie, do you know? Can you have a little guess? I don't know if you've seen it or not. No, 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 it's... no. Sue, an alien race suing another alien race. I, but I never but... said they were aliens. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't tell you. Is it's... it? Is it that Will Smith movie with his kid that we talk about every no, week on no, the show? No. One day you'll present that movie to me, and I won't know it. <laughs> it's B movie. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. So his race is secretly enslaved by the humans because he finds out that the honey production is being exploited by humans mm. and everything bees do and work towards in their life is just sold by humans. And so to be free, he sues humanity. That's right. And he and he convinces a human to represent him. Yeah. And that's... That is a bad movie, isn't it's, it? It's a legal drama about bees. <laughs> I, I had the uh, the bee movie video game on Nintendo DS, and I'll tell you what, no good. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> difficult. Or, like, just bad. Like, I think I played that, yeah. Like, difficult to look at and, and actually spend minutes on. Not difficulty in, like, Hard. hardness. Nah, yeah. just just not good times. Now, um... I can't. I can't remember exactly what B movie is about, and I'm sure there is a moral to the story. But can you, uh, knowing the synopsis, tell me what the moral might be? I don't oh, know. If you don't like, oh, <laughs> bees shouldn't have to produce honey for humans. Is that what it's saying? I don't know. <laughs> I, on, I honestly don't know if I ever got to the end of it. I Maybe remember the should... beginning of it very well, actually, with the with the assignment of the roles, and I thought that was quite interesting. Oh, yeah. And then they all that cool shot of them all like leaving the hive and then it's like the big city and I'm like whoa this is great I think there was a point where I turned it off even as a child wow I don't remember how it ended at all (laughs) I don't yeah I don't remember it either but I imagine the moral of the story must be be kinder to bees because they work really hard (laughs) the bees are disappearing And and also we should make our own honey or something <laughs> somehow yeah we should pol- be we should be ones pollinating flowers not these damn bees i say <laughs> not these damn bees that's the moral of that story okay, anyway great. we have another song i really hope that there's a bee movie too <laughs> i think jerry seinfeld said somewhere that he wants there to actually be a bee movie too because of the internet's like infatuation with it oh right but he doesn't understand that it's not it's it's ironic. Like yeah. he do, he doesn't get it, but he was like, yeah, look, if the internet, if the internet, if like people are clearly big fans of my work, yeah. Sorry, nah, who, ne- who needs more seasons of <laughs> comedians in cars with getting coffee when you can have <laughs> B movie too? The internet would totally go for that too. Yeah. Oh, the they would they would joke their way. And they're like, oh yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love we love B movie. <laughs> Make more. Ollie, a. It's time for your favourite segment. My favourite segment. This is a segment we like to call Pet Peeves. Morley, Morley. World's worst It's time for Pet Peeves. Great segment opening, great segment in, in all. It just perfectly all-rounded segment. Yep. This is... um. <laughs> if you can't tell from the name, this is a um kind of a, a whinge... A whinge fest 
from Ollie and I, um, where we talk about specifically so far, it's only been my pet peeves. Um, Ollie said that he, he thought of one earlier, but he forgot it. So (laughs) (laughs) classic. Yeah. But, um, we talk about things in film that we don't particularly like. For example, for me, it's a lot of dialogue stuff that we just hear everywhere. I think that's what we like to hear though. We like to hear the dumb dialogue they say in movies, little tropes. Now we missed one the other week. Uh, oh, two, yeah. two weeks ago, we you mentioned that one of your pet peeves is when characters wake up from a sleep and they just yell something random. Yep. So but one of the examples, no relevance to anything. Yeah. One example was Billy Bob Thornton waking up in a movie called Bandits, where Billy Bob Thornton just wakes up and yells Beavers and Dirks for no reason. In that accent too, I should yeah. say, which is, makes it a lot, a lot funnier than it even should be. Now, in that situation, I imagine Billy Bob's character is maybe like a hillbilly or some sort of... A hillbilly Bob Thornton. A hillbilly Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke to me that you wanted to say that last time I, and you missed I, your opportunity and now you, you got your opportunity today. <laughs> Ollie's, Ollie's calling me out right now saying that I thought about this a couple of weeks ago, but I want everyone to know that we didn't discuss that setup. <laughs> I just I remember that literally as Ollie just said it. Yeah, I thought it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think um, his character there, it would make sense for him to shout something like Beavers and Ducks because maybe you know that's a hillbilly thing maybe. But uh, when we watched Pirates of the Caribbean five last week, there was actually one of these and we forgot to mention it, where Jack Sparrow, cartoonishly wakes up on the middle of his ship and yells, "Spaghetti wolves!" Spaghetti. Yep. Literally, the, the I can't think of anything worse. No. See, there was uh, this a great moment. Uh, Ollie and I are, are best friends in real life, but we became closer during this segment <laughs> because um, we were separated by our friend Grace. It was me sitting in a spot, then Grace, then Ollie. And uh, Spaghetti Wolves happened, and we both looked over the top of Grace <laughs> as if to be like, oh my God, there it is, and now we can never unhear this terrible moment. <laughs> It was um, so it was so brilliant. It was lovely uh, oh, to hear yeah. that on screen. Yep, and thanks. It, it really solidified. Uh, we were talking about last week about how Jack, uh, sorry, Johnny Depp's characterization of Jack Sparrow is ruined in this recent film by being a cartoon of himself, mm. and it really is solidified with Spaghetti Wolves Sp- because <laughs> that has no relevancy to Jack Sparrow whatsoever. It is just a le- random funny thing to say. And yep. I'm I'm twelve and this is funny sort of thing. <laughs> no, I, I I completely agree. There there is no reason for it, and it and it really was kind of the nail in the coffin for me to realise that I, mm-hmm. I hated that film. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's talk about a new pet peeve. Yeah. I'm looking through my list now. I'm not sure which one I want to say. Okay. Let's go with. Um... I love how you have so many, and I just have none because <laughs> I I love too many. Fi- I love everything. Yeah, sure. That's until very... you mention them, and then I thought, oh, I shut <laughs> my fist. Yeah. Um. This is a this is a thing, and I saw this when I was watching a movie that I know you're a big fan of. So you might not, you might not like this segment so much. Okay. Because I can only like in, from the top of my head, I can only remember this one very particular movie, but it happens all the time, especially in like TV shows. Yeah. Um. When a character is fake sick and they're trying to get out of something, Mm -hmm. and the boss character or the roommate character or whatever goes, hey, shouldn't you be at work? And clearly that character's up to something. Or shouldn't shouldn't you be at school? Shouldn't you be at work? And then that character goes, um, I'm sick. (coughs) I hate it when that happens. You just hate the fake cough? Yeah. (laughs) And it's always... The joke is, oh, that's no, that's not a convincing cough. Ha, ha, ha. And then the bus character is a big jolly idiot that goes, oh, well, you should go home and get some rest, get a nice tea. But um, the movie that I saw this in was uh, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film. Oh, yeah. Um, the character that isn't the main female lead, it's the one that uh, reads yeah. the character's minds. The, uh, the, not the Ocklemans. The Legimans. Great. I don't know what any of those (laughs) words mean. There's a word starting with L that means what she is. Legimancy or something like that. Um, Yeah, so that happened and I just... that The second that happened, I was like, you know what, I see this too often and I'm going to write this down in my list. (laughs) So this has been in there since I watched Fantastic Beasts, which was before the podcast. Wow. We were planning for it. 
And I'll tell you what. Hang on. I'm sick. And then in uh, quotations, real fake cough. Um, let me just tick that off there. Um, I've skipped four and I've said four. So I had nine pet peeves before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I hate that bit. Yeah. Like, I can imagine that that trope only works in like a not too serious film. Yep. Because you couldn't have a, a, a character doing the <laughs> and then the character actually believe them unless it was comical. Yep. Yeah. And Fantastic Beasts is a relatively comical film. Yeah, it's yeah, it's comical enough to get away with it, sort of. But uh, but where I mostly see it are TV shows mm-hmm. where, um, for example, I've been I've been getting back into New Girl, mm-hmm. something that I am unashamed to say that I very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that kind of thing. Like I can imagine. I don't know if this has ever happened on the show, but I can just tell it's the kind of program to have. Jess, the main quirky character, it usually is a quirky person to say this thing. Mm. Be like, hey, you, what are you doing? You shouldn't be out here. You should be at work or you should be somewhere. Oh, I'm uh, I'm really sick. <coughs> I would love for it to be, like, really brutal. Though. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, you, you idiot. Shouldn't you be at work? I'm sorry. I'm really sick. <coughs> Something like that. Yeah. Actually good. Or that, them to do it. <laughs> You're not bloody sick. I'll yeah, tell you what. You bloody get down to this office right now. I'll give you a bloody... <laughs> yeah, they just have that boss character literally just be staring at it and just go, I'm not... I'm not an idiot. Yeah, or... I'm firing you. <laughs> You're done. Pack your stuff. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. It but, has to be a world where, uh, basically, in any comedy sort of like movie or TV shows the some of the characters are conveniently ignorant to, yeah to just uh, uh, avoid acknowledging such things like that <laughs> I just, yeah just that that fantastic beast example just really pissed me off when I saw it because it it's so obviously fake and it's hammed up for the comedy mm. but I just I couldn't get behind it and I realize I see this too often I need yeah. to write this down that's so that's probably why it pisses you off just because you've seen that before yeah so much, well, a lot yeah. of my things are uh, my pet peeves are just this happens too yeah. often and why are we still making this yeah. sound like it's an original joke yeah yeah true that's it's not why don't you give us another one another no. well okay sure a pet peeve of volume two i'll tell you what i this has been sprung on me but luckily i do have so many yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this was the other one i was tossing up with um this isn't necessarily funny but it's just one of those other examples where I, it's it's in every teen movie ever yeah um, the jerk of the movie saying, hey, thanks, uh, right at the end of the film, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. the whole time the <laughs> the jerk character is being a real piece of work and like bashing him, bashing the main character or just being like a downright prick. And then the main character in his act of social justice, uh, the principal is after the bully but then he will say, oh, it was me, uh, whatever, and I'm the one that should be kicked out of the school. And then all of the tension is diffused, and then the bully will say, hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would notice this. It's I in think every this, movie. I know. I think, it, I think it's great, though. I think you have some sort of radar for that sort of thing, just... Just really annoying tropes. And, like, I don't think I've ever noticed that, ever. But now you say it, I'm thinking, yeah, that does always happen. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, every every pet peeve that I write down are something that I see. Yeah. On, like, I since since I've started thinking about them, like, the, the first one, in, in week one of the show, we said it was, look, I just, I just wanted to say dot, dot, dot. Yeah. That was from Arrival, and I watched yeah. Arrival. Um, uh, screaming something random when being woken up, that was on... I think that was in Fargo or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, th- it's just... For, I want that to be to be part of the public mind when they're listening to this segment. Everything that I write down is because I see it, and I know yeah. I've seen this too many times yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you see it. Yeah, it's... Do you think? Do you think in real life the bully would ever apologize? Actually, no. You know what? The 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 good guy would never 
<laughs> no. Do a good thing for the bully. No, that yeah, that's would, where the problem is. I would always take my opportunity to take that bully down. Of if course I you had would. the the opportunity. I'd be like, hmm, I did this bad thing, and the principal thinks it was the bully. I think I'll let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> and that really uh, speaks this, volumes to what kind of people we are. This asshole has been pushing me about for the <laughs> for the last three acts, and now. <laughs> I'm gonna get him expelled, and I'm gonna love it. Yeah, and then I'll take I'll take his girl, who was uh like wrongfully with him at the beginning. Yep. of when when I first moved to this high school, <laughs> <laughs> but now she's falling in love with me, and I'm gonna get this asshole removed, expelled and I'll, forever, and I'll move in on this girl, and we'll live happily ever after. And he'll go to work at a tire shop. Look, I I think <laughs> a tire shop. Yeah, and also he he's off the team. <laughs> uh, I th- I s- I'm pretty sure I say something like the- along these lines every single episode where I come up with new ideas of what we can do for the podcast every time mm-hmm. and I pitch it to you on the podcast this is no different I think that from now on if either of us see any of the pet peeves I've discussed in something we, we yeah. make sure that we remember it and talk about it on the podcast and record just like yeah like <laughs> it, well, it, was, it was you know we can't record um, spaghetti wolves, unfortunately, because that's in a cinema scenario. But um, yeah, we'll um, mm. we'll try to remember something like that. If I see another, bo- if I see another character, say hey, thanks. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll quit podcasting because <laughs> I hate it that much. I'm always able to, uh, of course, uh, head on over to the the Caribbean of the internet <laughs> oh, and uh, oh pirate a certain uh, uh, fifth. Sequel. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't. I don't think that and should maybe be said. Rip off the, the, that hey. moment for the for the for the goodness. Well, I'm gonna pretend like I didn't hear any of that and um, <laughs> carry us through to the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening once again. This has been ignorance. Is this? And oh, next week, boy, don't we just have a special movie that we're going to be talking about. We actually have uh, early tickets to go see uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. So we'll be seeing that next week. <laughs> um, let's hope let's hope this works this time. Yeah. And, and we don't have to go see uh, Wonder Woman as, as a second, uh, as a backup. I tell you what, if you guys, if you look at the title for next week's episode and it says Wonder Woman, just... Oh, We're don't done. listen. Don't nah, listen. What, what's uh, the, the point? The movie theatres keep doing this <laughs> to us. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, tune back next week for Star Wars The Last <laughs> The Last Jedi. And we talk about whether my trailer expectations have made it a better film. Alright, great. Okay. See you guys next time. See ya.